When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Fantasy Six-Pack Hour With your hosts Joe Bob Ah, you're awful And A.J. Applegar It's Sin Shu Chu It's a mouthful All right, all right. Welcome back to the Fantasy Six Pack Hour, everybody. We're back, better than ever, right? No, I don't know. Uh, my name is Joe Bond, founder of FantasySixPack.net. With me, as usual, Mr. AJ Applegarth. What's up, man? Ready to talk some fantasy football? Finally, I am. I am. I see we're both donning our uh, hell yeah, dude. Of shirts. Kind of hoping you were. Just not the maroon one. Well, yeah. but it's cool. I mean, we we could have been in uniform. It's fine. <laughs> um, I feel like the pink one is the only one that I know where it is. Where all. it is? Oh, that's 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 a shame. Um, doesn't surprise me at all with you. But anyway, Maybe. all right. So so yeah, as I as I said, we uh, we are jumping into our fantasy football draft season shows today. We're going to be talking about some some fantasy football advice that we want to give you all. And it's you know it's take a step back, right? geared a little bit toward the casual player right but we all probably need to get reminded about this you know i am guilty as ever you know you get into the the black hole of twitter right and you just get sucked in and in and in into the depth of fantasy football and all the nuances of it you know the super flex the two qbs the devi the dynasties the idps you know everything and it just it can make you forget the basics sometimes. And so we all need to get reminded of it, myself included. And, uh, but you know, the other thing to think about, right. is just that the vast majority of people who play fantasy football are just casual about it. Like they're not researching for a hundred hours before their draft. Like, you know, say we might, you know, type of thing. And they're not looking at depth charts. They're grabbing a rankings 10 minutes before they're drafted and going, yep, that's what I'm using. <laughs> that's it. And so, you know, and so, you know, this is just something that hopefully they are, you know, you guys are listening to if you are the casual player and can, can learn from it, you know, and, and if you are learning from this, we hope that you watch the rest of our shows and want to learn more. Um, that's what I'm ultimately here for. That's why I started the site. I wanted to teach people, uh, about fantasy football, fantasy baseball. And so I kind of wanted to take a step back this year and do this as our first show. Um, that being said, make sure if you are here, hit that subscribe button, hit that those like buttons, uh, leave those comments. We appreciate it. That helps us out a ton. And uh, without further ado, let's bring on our guests. That's right. I said guests. We've got Emily Lefko and Garrett Ball, both writers for Fantasy Six Pack. I'm proud to have them here to uh, right. to be joining us doing this. Welcome. Uh, Thank you. Welcome. Uh, how are you all doing tonight, Emily? 
Doing excellent. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Garrett, what's going on, man? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. All right, man. <laughs> not as All right. Not, not a lot to say yet. <laughs> we'll get there. We got a lot of talking to do. I get it. Dude, I feel it, man. I feel it too. But uh, I'm excited. Finally here talking some football. I've been doing team previews out the wazoo for the last two weeks. I'm happy to be doing something a little bit different for a change. But uh, before we jump into things, let's do our beer slash drink of the week. Mm, beer. All right, so I know you guys are not bringing the beer this week, but that's no worries. Uh, share us with us, Emily, what, what you got in there. Ooh, I have some Blue Monster Energy in here for me. All right. Hey, All you right. Can, you have a lot more energy than we will at the end. <laughs> Promise <laughs> that. Garrett, what's up, man? What you got? So despite my young-looking face, I am actually old enough to drink. However, <laughs> I just went with some good old Southern-style sweet tea tonight. All right. Good stuff. AJ, what you got, man? Uh, I've got a couple of different things. Um, what I what I posted into the uh, thing there is actually not what I've opened yet, um, but I'm finishing off my growler from local brewery here, uh, Bog Turtle Brewery. This is their Bristol Witch IPA. And I have a Evo Evolution Craft Beer, uh, Craft Brewing Company, sorry, uh, called Blurred Vines. Little, uh, little play on music, I guess. Blurred lines, blur, blurred vines. I like that. Cool, good stuff. I like it. Um, so I'm drinking a, a brew that was bought for me on my birthday celebration weekend couple weeks ago uh true respite big 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 sky it's actually a triple ipa so uh yeah you literally might have more you will definitely have more energy than me at the end emily because uh, yeah this one's this one's He's good already but, uh, drunk i should challenge you to something no. <laughs> <laughs> bad that's oh man what did i just do to myself <laughs> you opened the door, um, that's what you did. Uh, yeah I, I totally just set myself up for that one yeah. all right <laughs> Um, so yeah, let's just jump right into this, shall we? So the way this is going to go, we're going to do a top three list for each of us. Uh, so we'll start with our number three, then we'll go number two, then number one, and we'll just go around the board here. We will start right below me. Emily, ladies first, go have at it. What is your number three fantasy football advice for the more casual I just I wanted to point out that 59 million people across the United States play fantasy sports and 78% of them play fantasy football. So I yeah. think it's exciting to own your own virtual team of real life players and manage a virtual game. It's so cool that we can own a franchise when in reality it'd be billions to acquire a team. <laughs> so yeah, for absolutely. My, for the most the most important part of the process is the draft and so for people who are new to the new to drafting, new to fantasy, I would not recommend drafting until close to the NFL season. So maybe waiting one week before if you're new to fantasy. That's a great. Uh, that's the a great reason one. the reason I recommend that is that way you have more insight into player development and associated fantasy relevance. But by all means, if you think you know the deep sleepers and breakouts, then draft earlier. But I always recommend waiting to draft if you're new. Yeah, I, I, I love that I, point because for me, it's not necessarily wanting to go after these deeper sleepers and whatnot. It's just fear of injury. <laughs> like, yeah, you draft these teams too early, 
and then half of your guys get injured and you're like oh well there goes my season okay and if you're a casual player you're like eh whatever and you're just throwing (laughs) yeah or whatever it might be um so we you know you lose interest and and that's what we don't want to happen so again that's what we're here doing for this show great great way to start us off yeah 100 percent. i agree like you know even even some of my my you know leagues that are, you know are all industry people we like to do them a week before the season because i just don't feel like dealing with the headache <laughs> so i mean i'm with you but yeah the, the definitely the, the more casual fan the more casual player needs to heed that advice that is a hundred percent spot on um and apparently we we have somebody joining us here with drink i'm drinking the mango cart what, what is that they're drinking not, it all all right <laughs> you're drinking the cart full i love it uh but uh yeah no i mean i, I love it I, I love that i love that the great way to start it off very very basic advice and that that's what we're that's what we're here for so um gary give us your number three man what you got all right so i'm gonna piggyback a little bit off of emily here but and that is to do some mock drafts uh take just it's just a little bit extra time uh but it can be extremely beneficial for you to prepare for your draft day when you are doing it with with your buddies and or your friends at work or whatnot and you know you'll be able to react a little bit better than than they will if you do some mock drafts because you'll know about you know about where players are going or what to do when you uh, the player that you're looking for gets taken, you know, or, or sniped two picks before you were planning on taking them. And you, you'll be able to come up with backup plans, you know, a lot quicker and a lot more fluently or fluidly than your league mates could be. And once you get to draft day and it actually is, you know, it's go time, you'll be a lot more uh, better equipped. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And, you know, I know doing a live mock draft with 10 or, you know, 12 total people can take a long time. So if you don't have that time, a tool I totally recommend is Fantasy Pros does a mock draft. They have a mock draft tool where you can, you draft against the computer, right? It takes five minutes. So, you know, you're taking, you're taking a breather at work, do a mock draft. Do it, figure it out. You know, it's not, it's not just, it's not just knowing where the players are going. It also makes you learn the player pool more. You know, I, I know for a fact I have lots of friends who are just casual players and they don't know the player pool past like the fourth round and it's crazy. Uh, so, they're, you know, they're just they're just taking the first person off the board every time after that because that's that's all they know. Um, or they're just taking like the random player they know from their hometown team or whatever. And, you know, that's that that's fine. It's worked out in the past. I've seen it. Uh, but it's it's also just one of those. If you can do any small thing to give you an edge as a casual player that doesn't take a lot of time mock drafts through fantasy pros is the way to go yeah yeah i like that one a lot too that was that was one i was thinking of and actually forgot mm-hmm. to write down so I, I was thinking the same I thing i was like oh, i meant to write about. that down too um yeah so i i guess mine i, I don't really have like a number three two one i i kind of have one main theme for mine um but I'll throw this one out there because this is just very simple. And again, if you're a casual player, you're going into this, you know, 
maybe hoping to win some money, not necessarily looking to get a whole lot out of it, whatnot. Just don't forget why you're doing it. Um, I mean, what your goal is to accomplish. If it's to go in it and win money and, you know, or take money from friends of yours, cool. All right. I like it. Um, I'm always all for that. But you want to have fun. You want to just not take it too seriously. Um, and I think that's the, the the place we're really going here. So that that's my my number three, if you will. Yeah, that was uh, that was one. If if nobody said it, I was going to definitely leave for the very very end, uh, and and just say, you know, as the ultimate that's rule is is just have fun. I mean, a lot of us get into this with our friends, you know, more just to uh, trash talk, bragging rights. You know, I, I got into this with college, right? And I had no money, so we had no money on it, and so it was just you know who who can beat, right? And so. Um. Yeah, it's it's all just have fun. It's a game, right? In the end, it's a game. Don't take it too seriously. Don't don't let it ruin your life. <laughs> it's it's a game. It, it really is, and it's literally nothing. To a certain extent, it is literally nothing we can control. Uh, yep. So that that's the biggest thing, you know. It we can think we drafted this awesome team, but <laughs> ultimately, man, it's just. Uh, yeah, um, AJ missed the pre-meeting, um, <laughs> but uh, I literally just pulled it up like five seconds ago. Yes, um, no, did not read it. Nope, nope, you didn't. Thank you. Um, but yeah, ultimately, that that is what it's all about. It's just having fun. You know, you're playing with friends most of the time as a casual player. So just remember that when yeah, it comes down it to it. I see it now. Yeah. So, um, that's why we did. Yep. Okay. Answered. Thanks, AJ. Um, <laughs> your number three. <laughs> so I already took your number one. Well, that was not my number one. That was my oh. like my bonus. You're a yeah. jerk. Um, so my number three is gonna be. Um, as you're preparing for your draft, go out and find a set of rankings that you like. Um, obviously, I suggest ours uh, over a fantasy six-pack. But look, I, I get it. There's a million fantasy football sites out there. Go find any set of rankings you like. Um, I will give you – if you if you would have hit me up, if you don't really like mine, I will give you – you can hit me up on Twitter and ask me places that i would trust if it weren't my own uh i will guide you elsewhere um the other thing to think about those rankings though is they are not a bible it is not oh well i'm up 24th and the 20th player on the rankings is still available i have to take that player but you already have two running backs at that point or you know whatever right you know you need to construct your team. You're building a full team that can compete. So you have to build a balanced team too. So don't use the rankings of the Bible. Use them as a guide. If you need a receiver, go find the next best receiver, right? Also, if you don't like a player, if you just don't totally agree with my rankings or whoever's rankings, you don't have to. They're just a guide. They're something to help you along the way. Um, I know too many people that are just like, well, the rankings told me to do it. <laughs> It's not why they're there, but okay. Um, same thing with ADP. ADP is there as a guide. You don't have to agree with it. It's just there to help you a little bit. 
Um, so I don't know. You guys got any thoughts on that one? <laughs> yeah, I I, uh, I agree. Like you, you can't just go into the site that you're – the platform, we'll say, that your league is in. Um, I mean, unless you really want to. If you like their rankings, cool. Then by all means, go with it. But mm-hmm. there's so much information. There's so much good content out there that, that people are putting out. Um including fantasy six pack, obviously shameless plug. Uh, but you don't, if, if you don't want to use our rankings, fine, go to fantasy pros, go to, you know, any of these other sites that are out there um, and, or go to multiple and compare them. Uh, yes. Do your own, your own and, kind of ECR, you know, expert consensus rankings and, and see where players are falling. Can, can I just speak a little bit more to that? I'll allow it. Using Fantasy Pros is a great way to do it, but beware of using their encompassing ECR, which is the expert consensus rankings. It's like 180 people that rank. Not all of them are up to date. There are certain people out there that just put their rankings out there. They don't update them for months. They're out of date. The injured players are ranked too high or players that, you know, it's got bumped down depth charts, etc. You know, it's it's a little it's a little wonky. So, we if you do use Fantasy Pros, find a handful of rankers that you trust, and you can filter their rankings by just those handful of guys. Um, I never, I mean, <laughs> I hate I hate shitting on Fantasy Pros, but they really do need to do a better job of cleaning those up. Um, I've gotten on them about it, you know, in emails being like, yeah, <laughs> I actually finally got them to take ECR out of our rankings. The, the, the column. I think I, I, think I just heard the sound of fantasy pros canceling. You yeah. From, uh, Doubt ranking it. For them at this point. Doubt it. But, uh, I finally got them to take ECR out of our rankings widget because it's just, it's yeah. not even a relevant, a relevant stat anymore when you compare it to, you know, cause there's just so many guys that, that don't update their rankings enough. Um, so and I honestly, mean, this plays back into, you know, the initial tip here of drafting later because rankings are done early by some people. And then they just lay off of them until the very beginning of the season or preseason, I guess. And, you know, you, you're going to have mixed matched information. So, again, find a site that you'd like, go with it, and, and you know, have trust in it. Make yeah. sure that they're up to date. Make sure that, that it's something that's, you know, going to have good player news, player updates, you know, injuries, whatever it might be. I, I definitely uh, am all for the draft prep with that. Yeah, Emily or Garrett, you you all have anything to add to that before we jump into our next segment here? No, I think you guys covered it well. All right. So we are going to take a break from our advice here, and we're going to be giving out our Scott Fish Bowl 12 entry. So we did, uh, I announced on Twitter, a a way to, to win a free entry. Not a free entry. Way to way to win an entry into Scott Fishbowl 12. 
and um, people, I, I you know, I, I was hoping people would either donate to MS, which is something that that we we try to raise money for here with Fantasy Six Pack, or um, the Fantasy Cares, which is the big thing that, that Scott Fish does, uh, which which is fantastic. Um, so I know Scott Fish is all about the charity, so I figured that would be a good way to get people in. We did have a total of, uh, I believe it was fourteen entries. So uh, I'm going to put everybody into a 100-yard rush. And if you don't know what that is, um, I'm going to just get us out of here to, to help out so we can see here. Uh, it's going to be a little It's going to be a little small, but we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, so I've have, I have everybody's name here. I have the, the settings here. So we're just going to go. Uh, you can see everything that's going on. There, there's all 14 names right here. Oh, can I so be added? <laughs> uh, unfortunately not. I think uh, I think we're gonna be just sticking with these fourteen for now. But uh, Emily, I like I explained before the show. I think uh, I think we'll, we'll figure something out with you. But uh, we'll start the rush here and see how it goes. All right, Laplant, chug off. Let's go. <laughs> Good, Good luck, right. everyone. Oh, this is funny. Yeah, 100 rush is fun for determining like random order of stuff, especially football. It, it's pretty good. So, uh, oh, New England fan, Matt Palmer. Oh, we got a, we've got a little rush at the end there. Oh, Matt, at Matt underscore Palmer gets the entry. So, uh, Matt, I will be reaching out to you after the show, uh, and I will, I will, uh, reach out to, I will be reaching out to, uh, New England fan also has the number 12 in this thing. Man, that would have been (laughs) but. So uh, yeah, I'll be reaching out to you on Twitter and getting a, getting a hold of Scott as well to make sure that you get your entry and enjoy the Scott Fishbowl, man. It is a lot of fun. You're gonna meet a lot of cool people. Uh, the uh, the initial rush that weekend that the draft starts is is fun, very very Can't fun. Wait. Congrats! Um, it is, it is yeah, definitely congrats. So. All right, let's jump into piece of advice number two. Emily. Yes, I want to talk about the fact that there are not just games on Sundays. Be aware that the NFL games are on Saturdays, they're on Sundays, they're on Mondays, and they're on Thursdays. And by all means, watch football. It's the best way to understand players' values and stats, Mm -hmm. and it enhances the fantasy football experience. You'll find yourself cheering on all the players on your roster. But with that said, I wanna I wanna just reiterate how important it is to be prepared with your lineup set at the beginning of the week. Yeah. Yes. 100%. I miss football on Wednesdays. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't we have a Tuesday game and yeah, the uh, COVID yes. year? Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah, yeah we had Tuesday so games. Those uh... we had a football game on every day of the week that year. I'm going to be honest, as somebody who does rankings, those are the worst. <laughs> I wish we only had them on Sundays again. I yeah. miss that. <laughs> it was so much easier. Sundays and Monday, that was it. I didn't have to worry about it after, before then. Yeah, but uh, no, that that's a great one, Emily. I do like that. You've got to stay on top of it. And on t- just to add to that, never put your Thursday or Saturday player in your flex position. Ever, because no. no. if you do it, 
you lose the flexibility of your roster. Like if a player gets hurt that on like Sunday, you know, Saturday or Saturday practice, right? On it for a Sunday game or for a Monday game and he's your starting running back. You're screwed. You may not have the, you may not be able to put your next best player in. So I know, you know, everybody thinks put, you know, oh, my best players in my running back, my net, my best players in my right receiver spot, and then my next best players in my flex spot. No, it doesn't matter. They all earn points the same no matter where they are. So you've got to put the guys that play early in like the running back spot or the receiver spot because you need the flex spots. In case something happens at the last minute, I mean, we've seen guy gets hurt in pregame warmups before. You've got to be able to adjust on the fly, and if you lock yourself up like that, it gives you less chances of doing it. Honestly, I do that for fantasy baseball, where if I know yes. a guy is starting in an earlier game and he's got first base eligibility, okay, great. I may have Matt Olson locked in at first base. Well, you're going to move down because maybe you get the day off today, and I don't know. So, go with that. It's it's the same thing for football. You definitely want to maximize the amount of points you can bring in to your team every week, and that's that's the way to do it. Yeah, hundred percent. All right, Garrett, what's your number two fantasy football piece of advice for casual players? All right, so I'm going to go a little bit more specific here. Also, sticking to kind of my draft theme, uh, a little bit more specific, not quite as general, but uh, either draft your tight end early, such as a Travis Kelsey, Mark Andrews, Kyle Pitts, you know, George Kittle. Like either draft them early, top tier, or wait until later. And, uh, it, you know, either draft them late, stream the position, You'll see a lot of content come out about tight end streaming uh, during the regular season. And the main reason for that is like past the first couple tight ends, it's just a crapshoot. Like, like flip a coin and that tight end could be a, a tight end one. Yeah. Uh, he could finish in the top yeah. 12. Like it, it's. Uh, all whoever gets the touchdowns. <laughs> exactly. Like I wrote down just a couple numbers and I'm, I'm basing this off of some data from uh, fantasy data ADP, but like. Dalton Schultz, Dawson Knox, uh, and Zach Ertz, uh, they were all drafted past tight end 21. So, so like the 21st tight end drafted, uh, and Knox was the 27th, and Schultz was the 32nd. All those guys, you know, were almost undrafted or, or very late in drafts, but yet all of them ended up in, I want to say, like the top 10 yeah. in tight ends. So... You know, you never know when you find that late round gem. So either go top tier very early in your draft or wait until the very end and try to take a shot at a high upside guy. I agree. Don't go, don't go for the middle tier. hundred percent agree. Cause yeah, I think we've been doing the, the team previews, me, Dave, Eddie, Mike LaPlante and Dylan Clemens. We've been doing the team previews and the, the one thing that we keep mentioning when you get to that, like, Pass, I don't know, tight end six ish is like they're all the same. They're they're all tight. They're all touchdown dependent. Maybe you kind of like you know the Zacherts slightly more than the next guy, but it's probably not worth the draft capital you're spending on him. You know, and you can get Logan Thomas for free. You know, <laughs> at the end, just 
because nobody's going to draft him. And Logan Thomas was, what, tight end five two years ago? So, yeah. I mean, that's what we're talking about. Dawson Knox was a nobody last year until all of a sudden, boom, nine touchdowns. (laughs) Like, okay. Yeah. It's it's there. I mean, you got to follow what the trends are. But if you're a casual player, you shouldn't care about tight end that much anyways. (laughs) Because it's like catcher in baseball. We talk about it all the time. Um, there's very few elite options to go after. So, um, you know, pick your battles. Uh, if you'd rather build depth elsewhere, then do that and find a tight end later. And, and you'll you'll be fine. You'll be able to find one on waivers too. So, yeah. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I keep. Oh, no, I'm done. No, you're good. Because. No, 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 go, go, go. I thought you were yeah. uh, um, okay. I'll just okay. mute AJ Garrett. That was me that time, sorry. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, like use or, or well, you know, let me start that over. In most leagues, you're only starting one tight end, mm-hmm. and your flex spot is usually a wide receiver or running back. So you're only going to be using one tight end, and running backs and wide receivers are a lot more valuable to your team. So you instead of going over or going for a middle round tight end, go for depth at either the running back or the wide receiver position. That will help your team better in the long run. And then just stream the tight end position uh, and, and use that draft capital for higher value positions. Yeah, I have the... Pretty much the exact same. It's not one of my top three ranked, but it's one of the ones that like... You know, I, I had written down as a potential one, but I have the same thing written down for quarterbacks. It's not as drastic for me as tight end as weight. Like, I think you can go QB early, but the only difference with QBs is like there's just so many good ones. That's yeah. the difference. So it's just like you don't need to go early because there's so many that are going to be viable options down the stretch. But it's the same thing. Go after the depth at the other positions that you got to start multiple players at instead of going after a position where it's only one in your normal casual league, right? So that's what it is. But I do want to say uh, Connor chimed in here. Handwriting down a few notes before the draft has helped me out a lot. Yeah, I like that too. You know, if you you can't, you know, either just typing it on a notepad on your computer, having it up and ready, whatever, um, having whatever database or, you know, stat sheet you like beforehand that is the way to go man um do you adjust it all for a tight end i'm guessing the tight end premium leagues or still treat essentially the same um yes yeah i will i will bump the elite tight end up way more so like the kelsey's and like last year it would have been you know waller although that didn't work but uh you know this year, Andrews and, and those guys who, you know, if you get an extra point per reception for those guys or an extra half point per reception for those guys, they do get bumped up uh, a bit more. But it's only the elite guys. The the ones after that, they're still all the same. They're just interchangeable, in my opinion. Do you guys, anybody agree or disagree with that? No, I agree yeah. with that. Yeah, I think that, that, that tight ends get a slight bump. But that's compared to, say, wide receivers or running backs who also, you know, catch passes in, in their respective offenses. So, like, they'll yeah. get a slight bump up, but, like, not enough that I'm targeting them over a, a 
a wide receiver in some of the middle rounds, un- unless it's unless there, there's some sort of great value that I'm that I'm getting by going for the tight end. Yeah, I mean, and and so just for example, right? Scott Fish two years ago went tight end premium, uh, and that very first season, Travis Kelsey was. <laughs> not quarterback, get rid of the quarterbacks, but he was the number six ranked player out of running backs, receivers, and tight ends because it was tight end premium um, for that league. And that was his like crazy good year. And then, of course, he went like number two or number three in most drafts last season. It didn't quite work out, but he still returned close to that value. Waller was close behind and fell short, way more short than that. Yeah, some due to injury, but also just he wasn't producing quite as much. But yeah, again, I think it's, I think it's that elite tier gets can get pushed up a little bit more. But after that, I would say, don't don't reach, don't get sucked into the tight end premium after you know tight end, maybe even eight or nine at that point. Yeah, I would think depending on what you're gonna give up versus reading too much into the tight end premium, you know, you might have a guy that's going to help you on a bye week. You might have a guy that's going to be an injury replacement if your top Mm -hmm. receiver or running back goes down, and then you have to start playing this guy, and then you went after a pick because of tight end premium. Don't read too much into league rules. Um, I mean, we'll, we'll get to that a little later, but that's that's kind of my my take on it. I, I I do bump guys up a little bit more, but not like egregiously. So yeah. All right, Agreed. AJ, what's your number two? Um, my number two is just be present and set your lineups. Like, if you're a casual player, <laughs> again, you might oh, not man. necessarily yes. follow your own rules. Give an F. Uh... <laughs> Can I talk oh. here? I mean, no, because I just love how you get called out. Because <laughs> uh, he's right. But, uh, <laughs> wait, how I got called out? Or you? You. He said, follow your own rules, AJ. When did I not set a lineup? Hmm. <laughs> I've I've heard quite the stories of baseball and fantasy lineups for Scott Fishbowl. Mm. <laughs> uh, you're a liar. Right. <laughs> You've we'll, told we'll, him on air, but okay. We'll <laughs> all here. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, you, you know don't don't be a crappy manager. Like if you're gonna jump in and you're just a casual player, you're just doing it for the hell of it you still need to set your lineups because what you do will affect the outcome for the entire league. Yes. And you need to be a team player in the fact that you're part of this league. You've, you know, potentially paid money to join this league and or win money. You need to follow through on that. And, and you can't just look at your rankings or uh, sorry, your, your standings, and say, ah, well, I'm like four games out, you know, whatever. You might be four games out from first place, but you're probably still in a playoff race. Um, and you might only be one or two games out from that. So just try a little bit. 
and see what happens and and you know you might you might surprise yourself um set your lineup so don't unless you're absolutely devastated with injuries and you ran out of uh you know ir spots and you can't pick anybody up because you don't want to drop certain guys you know at least try to fill a starting lineup uh don't just have guys that are on a buy in your lineup and then have six guys on your bench that could have filled that spot and and maybe even won you the week because that does matter and for people who aren't sure if they're if maybe the reason they're not filling their lineups is because they're unsure of who to put in there are different generators that people mm-hmm. can use to oh, yeah. sit the sit start generators so look up compare the two players and look say who should i start today and you can get an answer absolutely and that's a one way to start to do it if you yeah. can't trust yourself yet that i highly recommend it yeah aj you mentioned like you never know you you know you might be in the playoff hunt even though you don't think so even if you are one and nine and you know you're out of it you never know it's called any given sunday for a reason right you never know you can win and you can you may not make the playoffs but you could change the outcome of the playoff race you could be playing the number five team that if they lose that last week of the season they're out of the playoffs if one team behind them wins don't don't punt a week because it's not fair because you know I've seen it. My dynasty league is the worst with this, right? I've seen it where the teams at the very bottom just give up, right? They don't even set lineups, and and it changes the the it changes the draft order, which in a dynasty league is huge. It changes the playoff order, which is huge, right? It changes a whole bunch of things, and like it did. It's not fair for the team who the teams who played them in the first third or two thirds of the season and they were still trying and setting lineups and you know they might have lost that one random week to them to where at the end they just they're getting free wins that's not fair to anybody it takes 15 seconds to go click 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 put a couple people in your lineup and be done right you know like it is it bothers me to my core when people don't do that on a Thursday when you know that somebody you might want to play in that flex position is going to play. It's still better. Yes. It shows you tried. That's what you want to do. You sign up for this, put the, you, you signed up, you know what you signed up for, put the investment in, even if your team stinks, it doesn't take that much more work at the end of the season to just put a roster of usually nine healthy players in your starting lineup. Even if you think it doesn't matter. It's just, yeah, that, that, that bothers me to my core. It always matters. So, real quick. I'm yes. Gonna, I'm going to add something because I had this down as a tip, but then like it kind of got wrapped into the, into the discussion. Uh, so like, I'll just throw this out here. So like as a real life example, uh, I started off a league last year two and six. So like I, I but I was firmly out. I was I think I was bottom of the league. But just can if you continue setting lineups, like eventually, you know, if you have a decent team, luck should break your side. I had one league where it didn't and I and I was out of the playoffs. But in this particular one, eventually I got I hit that luck. I, I had a- rattled off the the last six games. I 
won each of the last six. So I, I started two and six, and I won, and I finished eight and six. Got into the playoffs. I won the league. I've seen it happen yeah, I, many times. <laughs> I had a couple of I had a couple of teams last year where I had a couple of shares of Lamar Jackson, and we know he went down for a while. And so yeah. I had Tyler Huntley. Luckily, I knew how to work the waiver wire, and that I think that's a really big part of it too, is knowing when to put in the waivers and knowing that you will yeah. have to give up a spot on your bench, but it could be that's the best way to better your roster is through the waiver wire. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. that's another that's another good tip. Well, I, mean, I, I had it written yeah. down. It wasn't one of my order. top three. Sorry about that. No, it's fine. That was another good tip. I, I it wasn't one of the ones I was going to say. So I was hoping somebody was going to say it. Yeah. Um, even if it's just like kind of thrown into the mix of another one. But uh, let me give don't, my number two now. Sorry, Adrian, you got one more thing. I was just going to say uh, I agree. Don't spend the entire season holding on to the number one waiver claim when you're going to need it at some point that has already passed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so my number two, I, I went back and forth on a couple ones. Um, I had one about like if you're setting up a league, but I, I, I felt like eh, I'll go away from that one. I'm going to go to trading. And this is something AJ, you and I have talked about before on other draft shows. And we talk about it sometimes in the beginning of the season. Um, trading. Yeah, maybe in your casual leagues, trading isn't a big deal. But I guarantee you it does still happen time and time again. Um when you are trading, please, please, please look at the other team's roster that you are actually trading with. If they have three good running backs and they only have two good receivers, do not send them another running back and ask for one of their only good receivers. Just please don't. That is a big fat no. Um, on the flip side of that, right? Respond to trades. That's the worst, man. Like, please, please respond. Even if it's a no. Even if it's a no, just at least hit decline. Like, yeah. again, like setting lineups. Put in the five seconds it takes to open the email link and go decline. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It'd be awesome if you could leave a comment because they, they give you that option. Every single site does. Yeah. But at least decline it. Like, just. Even if your decline comment is a repetitive picture of Grumpy Cat. <laughs> saying no <laughs> eventually that person will get the point yeah i just uh you know it is just one of the things where like uh, but back to the the main point of it is you need to figure out if you want player a from that team you need to figure out what their need is right and offer them something that they would like to accept that's going to make their team better and your team better in return for, you know, because you want that player, right? You, you can't just, you, I know it happened because people, you know, you know, they take advantage of people who like don't really know what's going on. So I know it happens in leagues, but in reality, trades should benefit both sides right. in some way. So that's the way you need to go into a trade when you are offering it is how does it benefit me? Oh, and how does it benefit the other team? Because you got to reverse the tables. If the, if you got offered that same trade, would you accept it? If the answer is no, then you probably shouldn't send it. <laughs> no. That's a good. That's it. a good question to ask yourself. Yeah. That's a really good question. Yeah, I have yeah. had that question with many people, even people who are probably with me. And, like, I wasn't gonna call you out, but I'm glad. I'm glad you. <laughs> 
Yes. Over there. Over there. Over there. Right there. This 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 guy right here. This guy right here. I know. Yeah. Yeah, Gary's got it easy. He's just going up. Yeah. <laughs> Ellie and I are like, wait, uh, we're like mirrored here. Times, it's weird. Bro, yeah. It's, I, if I'm sending you a trade offer, it's more just because I know what your response is going to be. So I'll send that shit trade offer being like, <laughs> yeah. AJ, AJ had you. three triples and decided to send some trade offers. Yeah. yeah I was like, <laughs> So do you, guys rec- do you guys recommend drinking and trading? I mean, probably people's Jones or T Higgins. Oh. I, 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 I usually get them, and I'm like, wait, I'm going to answer tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I recommend drinking and trade offering if you have a limit on it that's at least 24 hours, so you can relook at it in the morning and be like, oh, what was I doing? And the other person you hope is drinking while you sent that trade offer and you're like, Oh damn, they accept it. (laughs) (laughs) I need to get a quick email into the commish. Oh shit. He is the commish. Never mind. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't mean to send that. Yeah. There's a, um, there's an article that I've written that I've written in the past about, you know, the, the art of trading. Um, a lot of that stuff's in there. I, I gotta dig it up somewhere. I gotta find it. It's been a while, but um, yeah, yeah trading, trading, trading is a skill. You you I, need I, it, it, but it doesn't need to be that hard. It really isn't. No. It just. I had so. that one as well, and I was. Uh, I'm glad that you mentioned it because I know we talk about it. You know, yes. nauseum, and it's just like, <laughs> why? I but, guess so. Many. I basically have like. I, so I'm in the Dynasty Baseball League that loves to trade, and I basically like nobody wants to trade with me anymore because I'm just sick and tired of their bad trade offers. And I'm like, no, nah, stop, just stop, just, just please stop. I will, I will come at you when I want to trade. Bye. <laughs> you just stopped offering at this point because I got I tired of it. Somehow hijacked that league and I'm sending you all of those trades while drunk, probably. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be fun. He's going to decline those. All ones. right. So let's get to our drum roll, please. Number one okay. piece of fantasy football advice for casual players. Emily, I lead us say off. look ahead at the upcoming upcoming schedule if you're streaming defense or QB. Yes. So, so be, glad you said this. So be aware, <laughs> be aware of juicy matchup, matchups in the playoffs. If you're, yes. If you're this is AJ's favorite too, by the way. Damn it. If you're contending, start to make moves for players and defenses that have juicy playoff matchups that can be exploited. In some cases, I'll actually pick up a defense or QB that I plan to use three to four weeks in advance in the future if I have the the bench space available. So that's something I highly recommend doing. 100%. AJ, I'll let you have that one. B, (laughs) I really love that. C, I follow that. Uh, And D, the the idea of picking someone up because of their future schedule is is huge, especially if you're a casual player in a casual league. That's how you win that league. You do a little research, you figure out uh, what are these matchups coming up, and there's other sites and content that put stuff out about this. Um, yes, and, and rankings for specific playoff weeks or you know leading up to the playoffs 
that's another thing too to piggyback off of this if you're kind of in that hunt but you're looking at a seating position and trying to better your seating you know you're going to make the playoffs but you want to get a better seed or maybe go for that buy look ahead you have to do that that is a beautiful point thank you so much for mentioning that i love it, it was one of mine it was definitely one of mine and to, to add to that a little bit too is like when you get to the playoffs right uh you you don't need your depth as much as you would during the season during the season you need your depth for bye weeks you need your depth for you know random injuries you get an injury in the playoff you're picking some schmuck off the waiver wire, most likely anyway, right? I mean, it's just, it is what it is. Like, you know, your starting running back goes down. You're hoping you run to the waiver wire before everybody else and go pick up their replacement because that's who you're probably starting. Um, so yes, drop all those. We hope they're going to be good guys. You know, if so and so goes down, they're going to be good. Drop those players. Go get your, if you're streaming QBs, go get your streamable quarterbacks for the, for the playoffs. Go get your streamable defenses. Um, I do it every single year. Um, unless I've got, you know, if you're streaming kickers all season long, <laughs> don't give that up in the playoffs. Go for it. And we should we should note that for the regular casual player that the NFL playoffs have nothing to do with the fantasy football yes. playoffs. Yes. So yes. The season Correct. ends in week sixteen or seventeen Great. of the regular season. Great follow up point. <laughs> can, can I can I also say don't play in week eighteen, please, if you're in a league like that, just leave. <laughs> just leave. Drop out and sign up for a new league then on week seventeen. I love getting I love getting week eighteen questions and I'm like uh, I I don't even know who's playing this week I, I, I I'm checked out I'm sorry I'm out like <laughs> I'm done you know how tired I am from the seventeen week season of doing rankings and everything else and being in about fifty leagues I'm done <laughs> so week eighteen questions this week or this year I uh, just. I already know to ignore you, AJ. <laughs> All right, Garrett. What is your number one piece of advice for fantasy football casual players? All right, so y'all stole mine at that last discussion. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna pivot here, sure, and go with take or with your late round picks. Take shots at high upside players. Don't mm-hmm. settle for floor picks. Yes. All right. Go. Now I'm trying to remember players off the top of my head. So well, there's this, okay, them, but like, you hear about but, this? Explain, explain maybe what that means for you know okay. somebody may not really know what you I mean by floor. Is it? Like I, I think floor most people probably do, but I mean that's what that's what this 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 show is for. This episode is for. It's like just yeah. explain, you know, what All you right, mean by so, that. So guys with upside, like for me, I know I made a joke about Donovan Peoples Jones earlier on the Cleveland Browns, but. He's going late in drafts, and this is not a homer pick here uh, as a Browns fan, but like legitimately, he's a great downfield threat, uh, had one of the best yards per reception uh, last season. You know, I've seen some of the, the metrics as far as like his he's got really good hands, and I, I think he's an underrated receiver. All that to say, he's with Deshaun Watson now, and who was extremely valuable when he played with Deshaun Watson, Will Fuller. And it's highly possible that DPJ could fill 
that Will Fuller role with Watson in Cleveland uh, once the legal situation all that sorts out. I'll add. <laughs> if uh, we don't know, uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Who, good, who good point. But, so. but, but uh, assuming that Watson is playing, he could fill that role and explode uh, and have have a great fantasy season. Meanwhile, you could go for. I don't know exactly how late he is going in drafts, but say Nicole Hardman. Yeah, Nicole Hart. Yeah, I, I was saying, I was going to say Randall Cobb. Cobb. <laughs> Randall Cobb seems boring uh, and, and the, but safe. The first, right? no. yeah, the first name that came to my mind for some stupid reason was Jameson well, Crowder on the Bills. So Tim Patrick from the Broncos. Yeah, I think he's got I, upside I like, though. I, like <laughs> I was going to say I, I like, like it. Tim Patrick a lot. Ceilings, um, but, but yeah, Randall Cobb's a good example. Like. Okay, he'll catch a couple passes per week. You know, I mean, what three, four, and then probably have like forty yards. So he'll get some points per week, but that's kind of his his ceiling. He's he's not going to have big weeks. You know what he is at this point in his career. Like he's he's aging, and he's not going to have a big explosive season. So don't settle for just just absolute. You know. Even though even though he's got a, a, a fair amount of volume and he's safe, quote unquote, it's not going to do your team any good. You're probably going to be dropping said late round pick right. in the first couple of weeks anyway. Yeah. So if glad anything, you said that. If so, the take, floor is the lowest, and then the, yes. the ceiling is the highest. A player exactly. can score for you. Yeah, exactly. So, and, On the and, flip you know, side. Yeah. I don't go risky in the beginning. Like you, yeah. so you can't, there's always an, a, a saying, and a lot of people agree with this. You can't, you're not going to win your drafts in the first couple of rounds, but you can certainly lose them. If you go too risky early on. Yeah. It's going to, it's going to bite you. Like, so it's take the risk later. Not, mm. not earlier. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if you're going to drop your players, if you're probably going to drop those late round picks anyway, make sure that they're going to be high upside picks that could, you know, have a great couple weeks. You could decide to keep them, yeah. If they if they work out, or capitalize on that value and trade yeah. them. Yeah. And we will but, certainly be yeah. having articles on fantasysixpack.net that will be highlighting a lot of those players by position. By the way, so make sure yeah. you tune in. Uh, I believe those will be getting released sometime in July. So. That's what I was going to say. I love that point, too. If they've made their name or so in the first few weeks, do not be afraid to just dump that player. Unless it's a you know a, a known quantity, if you know what you're getting in this person and they've shown consistency in years past, then that's why you drafted them as a casual player, but that's going to be an early round pick. If you cash in on somebody with one of these mid to later round picks, don't be afraid to pedal them out there for something that you need or to build depth, mm-hmm. um, you know, especially during the playoff run, if you will, you know, right before your trade deadline, maybe not that the week before, but, a couple weeks before you might lose out on another week of solid production from that player. They may get injured in that week. 
Um, I haven't said any names, so no one's getting injured that I know of at this point. <laughs> You're not allowed to talk about players. Um, I, I have not said any names. So <laughs> I've been known to jinx people. Uh, Beware of the AJ Voodoo. Yes. <laughs> Player X if I say a name the week does. before your trade deadline, immediately trade that player. <laughs> this is <laughs> basically what I'm getting. All right, AJ, let's get your number two here. Uh, or number one, sorry. My number one is <laughs> I don't know where I'm at. <laughs> yeah, clearly. That's what the triple will do to you. My number one is... Yes, you're a casual player, but please do some air quotes research. And there's there's a lot that goes into this, but it's learn your league managers. If you're in a casual league with other players who are casual players, great. But look at what their trends are. And if it if it becomes a league that you go back to year after year after year, and even if it's a redraft league, you can still follow the trends that these people do. And people tend to stick with what they know and whatnot, especially in a casual game. So learn from what everybody else is doing. Um, Follow your injury news. Yeah. You know, again, we, we kind of touched on this earlier. Don't jam up a flex position that's going to hamstring injury your team because you didn't follow up on news. You know, make sure if a guy is questionable going into a Thursday game or whatever, move him down. You know, don't don't risk everything to lose one week but if you lose one week hey it happens everybody loses so you gotta do that and just just follow that and last but not least we we kind of talked about it a little bit with the the browns thing you know don't necessarily be a homer manager and i know you weren't alluding to that garrett but if you're a casual player don't go into your league being like, "Oh, I'm I'm a you know a Dolphins fan. I'm gonna draft all Dolphins and whatever." Hmm. You're not gonna <laughs> win your league, so I just stop. Especially if you're a Dolphins fan. Can I, can I tell you a funny story about that? So I'm in a league with family and friends, and um, they're all Ravens fans, and this they literally don't know anything. Uh, but this yeah, girl, drafted- your other league managers. <laughs> But she drafted Justin Tucker in like round five because, but the other league managers like were drafting so crazy that her team ended up being really, really good that year. And after the draft, I went, you guys somehow let the team who drafted Justin Tucker in the fifth round draft probably the best team in the league. She won the freaking league. So good. I was like, oh, I've never, ever seen that happen. That's only going to happen in that kind of crazy league. Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't, what's, actually. What's your final one, Joe? <laughs> I don't know if AJ was done. I think I cut him off just slightly. but No, I'm good. I, I, I okay. was, like, checking my things off. I'm like, don't hit this. But, yeah. <laughs> and you can be 
<laughs> Dolphins fans are people too. Okay, love it, Davis. What's up, Dave? What's up? Oh, <laughs> I was not ripping on you. Dolphins fans. I like, don't even yeah. know why that. Right, AJ mind. goes in, and you know, half his teams are Eagles. You know, is, is after the draft, no, you know, I, he knows I, it every I, year. No, I'm just I, kidding. And and if you're Sometimes a little bit too much not. of a homer late or a homer player like i was able to trade i, I don't remember the exact yes that too thing. No, i don't remember good. the exact you, thing you that can, i did you but take I advantage <laughs> no no seriously i got you find uh, the homer manager some, some like, crazy oh. size league that i was in um and this dude was a 49ers fan and he wanted like to get all the 49ers so i like completely robbed yes. the dude like it's, with one of their, it's an IDP as well. So like it was like their oh third string God. linebacker, but I got like I got this massive nice. return because I, I'm just like he is oh, one sweet, of the 49ers. 49ers fan, and and here you go, and so yeah. so yeah. Sometimes you can take advantage of it, but don't, don't be, be a homer that manager. Person. <laughs> don't know don't who the homer manager is, right? Yes, and then fleece yeah. them in the trades. Hundred percent. Mm-hmm. All right, so my number Only one here to finish things out here is. Um, do not go into a draft with a predetermined plan of who you're picking and where. You cannot go into your draft with the 11th pick going, I'm going to pick running back, running back, or receiver, running back, or receiver, receiver, or tight end receiver, whatever it is. You cannot do that. Play the board. Best player available is the best way to draft. And yeah. look, you think about it, right? If you're in the back end of the first round, just take this for example. Something crazy happens. Your league is nuts. Say Cooper Cup falls to you at pick 11, but you go, oh, well, I got to get two running backs with my first two picks. So you pass on Cooper Cup. You lost. (laughs) You lost. Like, you lose that draft. So, it, like, it, could it work? Sure. Has it worked before? Absolutely. But you've got to play best player available. You know, at the same time as we talked about earlier, like, you, you can't just, you know, be you know okay this is what the rankings say i've got to draft this way but you know so you've got to build your balanced team at the same time but that's where like each round you got to realize okay what's available what does my team need make the adjustment and go um but you know the way you're gonna win your league is through the draft more often than not right uh that's your biggest building block of your team is the draft so you've got to take the values that fall to you when they fall if not somebody else will take that advantage over you uh i've seen it happen time and time again people like oh i'm gonna go running back running back receiver receiver and then they just get totally screwed because Everybody else wanted to do the same thing and all the receivers fell and they could have had like two complete stud receivers and instead they took two mediocre running backs at the end of the first round at the beginning of the second round and then all the receivers that came back to them because everybody else before them wanted two receivers, they got two mediocre receivers instead. So it's just like sometimes you have to zig when everybody else's zags. So that is my number one tip of the night. So yeah, pick uh, the best player. I completely agree. Yeah. And there are tools out there. We do not have one, although we are working on it. I don't know if it's going to be ready for this season, but uh, we're working on something where uh, it's a cheat sheet that's going to have best player available, you know, kind of a, a draft sheet that you can adjust with custom scoring and things like that. But uh, it's something that has been in the back of my mind for a while that I want to get going. But uh, 
things just haven't worked out quite that way. But it, you know, I've used those in the in the past before, especially for baseball, and they work wonders. So go find those if if you need them. Um, but I think we have an, a bonus one here, and AJ, I'll, I'll let you I'll let you announce this one. Oh, because I stole oh because you stole my real one. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Sure. All right. Uh, okay, let me pull back up. It's have fun. Oh wait, AJ already said oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> ah. Number one rule that we always, always, always discuss on the Fantasy Six Pack Hour, and we are in consensus here. We will all talk about this. Learn your league's rules. Settings. settings yes <laughs> settings yes league rules settings, yes. <laughs> you have to do this you could go into this even and again it, it falls in with my this was the first one i wrote under my do some research read the damn rules for your league <laughs> I mean, yeah. I thought you were going to say that when you started talking about research. I was like, I just going to give it away. <laughs> nope. I literally look, look, I left it unchecked. Yep. <laughs> well, I just, I checked it now because I've already talked about it, but <laughs> you, you cannot go into this as a casual player without at least looking at your league rules, at least looking at your league roster setup. I mean, yes, the majority of, of of 100%. casual leagues are going to be a ten to twelve team league. You may only have two receivers, one which quarterback. Yeah, maybe ridiculous. two. Um, there's enough teams in the league that have one really good receiver that everybody could draft. But if you don't follow what the hell we've been talking about for the last hour and almost five minutes, you're going to not get one of those team's number one receivers so follow everything look at the league rules anybody else have anything else to say on this topic i'm confused i mean (laughs) it's just like if you're gonna have a t premium league where there's a tight end where there's a premium on the tight end that's where we go back to talking about drafting a top tight end in your first couple of rounds or first few rounds same with a super flex league. If you're going to have two QBs that you have to start, you better make sure they're both not on bye weeks. But yep. also, um, I just completely lost my train of thought. <laughs> no, no, that's that's a that's a great point though. If you're in a super flex league or a two quarterback league, and you draft two quarterbacks early because you're like, oh, I know I want to get this guy, I know I want to get this guy, and then you look at it six picks later, and you're like, oh shit. Both of the guys I really wanted were on uh, the same bye week. Yeah, that's it. Third quarterback, or you're going to need an injury replacement quarterback. Because guess what? Injuries happen. So, like, you got to draft smart, be smart about it, do a little bit of research. I will say this too, AJ. This is not just the casual fans. I mean, come on. I, you and I both are in. Everybody. Industry leagues, right? And we get people showing up the drafts. Uh, is this half PPR or full? Is, is do we have three receivers? Or two flex? Do we are we doing defenses? And if where have you been for the last two months, dude? And you've <laughs> done the research, lie to them. Lie yeah, right. To them immediately and tell them it's, no, it's no, insane no, no, no. how many PPR, people don't read the rules. Nah. 
And I and I love the people that have been in the league for the last like four years and they still don't know the rules. Like those ones crack me up. You're like they come into the draft like the day of and yeah. you're like they're like, oh, wait, uh, wait, are we full PPR? Like, uh, dude, I know you're in a lot of leagues, but come wait, on, yeah. man. You've been in this one for four years. <laughs> when do we change the three receivers? <laughs> but yeah, no, but the, the biggest reason why you need to do that is it does change how you draft. Like, if you need yeah. three receivers, right. you need to start targeting them a little earlier. You know, I think most casual leagues, ESPN's default rate is two. Um, you know, if if you are in a super flex, you're going to have to target them earlier, as you mentioned. Like, it does change the way you draft. You know, it does change players' value, right? So yeah. best player available changes when you've got different roster settings. So that is a that is a big one here, too. I, I, I think this is a, a huge one fall, to finish up on. It falls back into the rankings discussion that you had, too. Like, go to a site that has rankings – but look at your roster or look at your league settings first and figure out what the hell you need to look for and then go to a site that'll that'll have those options. Well, yeah, and I mean, you also, you may not be able to find sites that, you know, let you customize, you know, because a well, lot of them yeah. pay, but you they need are, to do that in your yeah, head and realize, oh, I need to bump up receivers a little bit more if I've got, you know, three or four, and maybe these are only for two and whatever. But we do have one last question here from Seth Melton. Uh, is there a specific point in the draft, and I think, Garrett, this was the thing that you mentioned, right, where you start targeting, you know, or the game plan, making your game plan to go with upside targets, Late mid, early late rounds. Um, normally for me, like it's after I've gotten you know my starting lineups filled, and I've got a couple bench players that I can kind of yes. rely on as far as depth goes. Once I've gotten my my starting lineup and my bench more or less filled out, uh, you don't have to have it you know completely filled out, and your last two picks can be dart throws, but like or or, or high upside like I was talking about, but. You want to make sure that you've got enough depth to help you through the season before you go uh, for those high upside picks. Yeah, that way you don't shoot yourself in the foot by trying to go for a guy that has a lot of upside by going for it too early if he doesn't work out. I agree. You do. You do need to get some. I hate to say the word safer, but you do need some safer, more established bench players before you start going after your upside. You can't just draft your, you know, your eight or nine starters and then go, oh, okay, now I'm all upside. You're, you're, because you need depth. I mean, their injuries are going to happen, as AJ said. You know, the, we got bye weeks. If you have all upside bench players and they all fail on you, <laughs> what are you going to do? You can hopefully, you know, get lucky with the waiver waiver wire every single pick and get all, you know, money money uh, free agents, but that doesn't usually happen. Good luck. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. If Emily, you manage so. to figure that out, let me know. <laughs> yeah, come, come hit work for us, and yeah, uh, yeah well, <laughs> you need you need a job doing this. <laughs> you yeah. have a content space here. <laughs> yes. And so yeah, and uh, there's nothing. There's nothing wrong with having floor plays, and and I know I kind of disparaged no. them a little bit earlier, but like as far as like mid round floor plays, just safe plays that will keep your team afloat, mm-hmm. like that's fine. Like I, I'm I'm not saying don't go for those guys. I'm saying like in the later rounds, if you know a guy is probably going to 
have have a mediocre season at best in the in the later rounds, and he's probably not even going to crack your starting lineup, even when you add your bench players in. That's when you go for the high upside. So normally, yes. uh, yeah. I want to say normal leagues are about 15-ish rounds. 15, 16 rounds, yeah. So yeah. I Even would be, with defenses and kickers, so yeah. Yeah, I'd be doing it around round 12, 11, 12. It, yeah, it that's exactly what many, I was thinking. Yeah. Uh, it kind of depends on how much or, or how many starters you have and, and your bench and whether or not you do defense and kickers. Most, uh, most casual leagues do. Yes, uh, with and with those guys, and we may have mentioned this before. Those are your last two last picks. Two your picks. defensive yeah. kickers are your. That last was two my picks. number four, uh, which so, I didn't get yeah. to say. But uh, yes, uh, Davis has one last thing. I ran to the people seems I ran uh, work leagues. Learn the sport, and yeah, AJ, I think you're the one who mentioned that earlier. Don't be or yeah. Emily, maybe you did watch football. No, yeah, no, Emily, no, that was no, you. No, watch no. football. Red zone is a glorious thing. You can watch all the football. Oh, <laughs> I know it costs a little money, but it is fantastic. But is. all right, yeah. that is it for the show, everybody. I want to thank you, Emily and Garrett, for coming on and, and talking these these tips with us. I had a good time talking. Um, you know, so Emily, uh, before we let you bounce here, let everybody know where they can find you and what you got on tap for us this season. Oh, okay. Well, you can find me at Fantasy Six Pack as as well as with Dynasty Nerds. I have a few articles coming out in the next couple of weeks that you can watch for me on my Twitter account. Um, And I'm going to have a be co-hosting a podcast starting in a month and a half. It's called the Hustlers Fantasy Football Podcast with Charlie Vaskin. And so him and I of Fantasy Six Pack will be hosting that and we look forward to it. So thanks for allowing us the opportunity, Joe. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to getting that podcast rolling. All right, Garrett. Uh, same thing for you, man. Yep. And uh, you can find me on Twitter at Garrett BFF. I'm uh, slacking a little bit this week because I've had some late work days, but it's I'm all good. trying to pump out uh, as much. How uh, dare you? <laughs> Real life. I'm just, I'm just so the guy showed up 15 minutes late. <laughs> he wasn't. 15 seconds late. Uh, 10 minutes. The plant. But yeah, Where are you on the chug off? Still chugging? <laughs> let, let Garrett have his moment. Jesus. Sorry, guys. Guys. I apologize. Uh, yeah, uh, best, ball. Ball, uh, uh, best ball season is in full swing right now. That is where you have the draft, and then it, the computer automatically does their best lineup for you. So I'm getting out content about that. Some late round values for you guys to pick up. Doing a bunch of threads on that uh, on Twitter and also, I host my own podcast, Ballfield Banter. You can find that on Spotify and on iTunes or Apple Podcast, uh, what have you. Um, and yeah, I'll be doing a bunch of stuff on Fantasy Six Pack as well with some team previews. And I think I'm actually doing some wide receivers as well. Uh, nice. Sleepers and busts, I believe. Oh, how are we talking about? All right. Well, thank you, Emily and Garrett. Uh, we'll have to do this again soon. Thanks for Have a good night. Thanks for having us. Thanks, guys. Bye. All right, take care. All right, AJ. Uh, I think you you clicked the wrong button, Mike. Jeez, man. You kicked the wrong guy out. I was like, I got the wrong co-host over here. (laughs) Are we sure about that? I don't know. We're We're not totally sure. But anyway... 
right. So uh, that's it for the show. So uh, I do want to rip through, by the way, uh, the rest of the shows that we've got coming up. So next week we're doing some best ball talk with uh, Preston and Davis Pang from the site. Um, Then we're going AFC East, AFC North, AFC South, AFC West, uh, NFC East, NFC North, NFC South, NFC West. And then, um, by the way, the guests for those, Troy King, Chris Allen, Mr. Lindbergh, Mrs. Miss Lindellians, uh, Linda, Howard Bender, we got Rudy Gamble, Pat Fitzmorris, beautiful Samantha Previte, beautiful look. Bob Harris. It is a glorious lineup. Wow. I'm loving it. I'm so excited. And by the way, mixed into all of that is our Scott Fishball charity show where we are raising money for multiple sclerosis. Um, I will be posting lots and lots and lots about that on Twitter. So uh, be stay tuned for that. There's going to be a ton of good guests for that show. Um, you know, little 15 minute segments with multiple people. Uh, I've already got a, a bunch of really good guests for that already. I'm looking to get lots and lots more. So that that's a fun show. That's kind of just plugged in there in the middle, of like a Tuesday night, the the day after oh, the Scott Fishbowl starts. Um, so yeah, and then. Monday. At the very beginning, at the very beginning of September, by the way, we're doing our rankings review before the season starts. That last weekend, with the winner of the expert accuracy contest there over on Fantasy Pros last year, Jeff Ratcliffe. So, uh, yeah, star-studded guests that we've got here. I'm looking forward to getting all these guys on and gals. Welcome to football and, uh, season, people. We're right. Here. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to all this. We're going to be rolling right into it next week. And, uh, yeah, that's that's the show, folks. Let's uh, close it out, and we will see you next week.